0: me romance read read me romance read me romance read read me romance you could take a look in a book that's fine or you could sit back relax
1: and unwind and read me romance read read me romance welcome back lady listeners to another week at read me romance hi we've got Lori roma with us this week it is a brand new
0: audiobook it's called a breaker's wedding we're gonna talk I'm all about super Lori. Roman. About I it. know Mel has been waiting for this week for some time. I think Lori Roman knows it too. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I had to, like, I looked up all her information and stuff like that. So, if you're hearing a Breaker's wedding and you're like, that sounds familiar. It's from the Breakers Bad Boy series that she's got. Book one in the series is Hammers Fall. So, if you want to jump? Is amazing. in. amazing. Yeah, if you want to jump in from the beginning, you can do that. But this one offset is a standalone. So, you guys. Well, what's interesting?
1: Again. I seen because I seen her notes that the, actually you can get the ebook now for ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. But the ebook is actually expanded, like extra chapters and stuff like that, compared mm-hmm. to the audio. Oh, I like that. So, and it's only 99 cents. So this kind of gives you, it's the whole story or whatever, but you can get extra fluff and all that stuff in the ebook of this, which you can get right now.
0: Well, we'll talk about more about her stuff in just a minute. We'll catch up first. I do want to say just at the top of this, if you have ever watched any of our recorded episodes on YouTube, I didn't realize how many ads were popping up on it. So we're new to to YouTube, and so um, once you reach like reach a certain number of views and a certain number of follows, you can monetize it. And trust me, it's like nothing. It's like zero point zero 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 one cents <laughs> for a view. Like it's insane. But it just asks you if you want to turn monetization on when you're going through the stuff. And I would just click okay, you know, before I loaded the videos. And it's not like I go back and watch the videos. I mean, I'm here. Like I know what happens. <laughs> And so, uh, but I just happened to go on last week and I saw there was a new comment or it was a comment from a couple of weeks back, but somebody had said like, how are there like, and she had counted like the ads and stuff, the pop-ups. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, no, you're right. That's way too many. It's like 20 or something. I was Jesus. like, I know. I was like, that's insane. And so uh, I went on and I realized like I had the, the ad thing clicked on the bottom that it was like videos that would interrupt and I was like oh my god they probably think we're a monster so if you've ever watched this on YouTube and you're like fuck this uh I went back and changed all of them so I don't even know how many videos I think we have 150 videos now loaded on there yeah there's a lot so if you um if you go back and like watch any of them, yeah, I, I readjusted that. <laughs> so I'm sorry that you had to do that. So I just wanted to get that out of the way real quick. So I want to know about your weekend. You told me you were going out of town, and I was like, awesome. And for some reason, I had it in my mind that you were going to Texas.
1: And Because I was meeting up with Celia.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, you're going to Texas. I just assumed you were going to see her again. And I was like, oh, that'd be fun. Like, you could have another weekend together for her cooking and stuff. And then I got, saw something where it was like, you're like,
1: I'm here in New York. I was like, you're in New York? Like, what is going on? So it was what fun. It was fun. We just went. Celia has oddly never been to New York. What? She's been to, like, Rome and all over yeah, the place. Yeah, like, yeah. Never has she been to New York. So she wow. Was, like, a Did she not want to go? Shop. She just never had a reason to go. Oh, okay, okay. And so she was like, I'm going up, I'm doing it, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll meet you for a little bit. Yeah. Because I'm not, me and New York have, like, a love-hate relationship. <laughs> yeah. I love it and I hate it. But I thought, you know, I was super excited to go, because I've actually traveled, like, twice now already mm-hmm. since... I've been vaccinated. Yeah. And I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. But I think the problem was I got really anxious and so did my girlfriend when we got there. I think mm-hmm. it's because when I've traveled, I've gone to people's houses. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt comfortable and I felt mm-hmm. fine, no big deal. But when I got into the city and into the hotel, I was like I had this urge to get out. Oh wow, really? I was like, I have to get out. I was like, I want to get And I started realizing that I have – and probably part of my problem with New York is I don't get claustrophobia like if there's a bunch of people in a room. I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily like it, but it doesn't freak me out. Mm -hmm. I was like, it freaks me out in New York because I feel like I can't get out. Yeah. Like if I want to get out, it's going to take me a minute. Not like in other cities where I can get out in like 10 minutes. Well, and I think that may have a lot to do with the fact that you're,
0: like, in the Midwest. Like, it's really flat where you are. You walk outside your house and you can see for 20 miles. Yeah. You know, like, that scares me. (laughs) Like when I'm serious, when I've gone through Kansas before, it is very eerie to me to be able to see that far and drive and really still see the same thing. That freaks me out. So I can see how that would like kind of flip with you, where all of a sudden you're closed in, you can't get out. Like, like you say, it will take it would take you a long time to get out of Manhattan if you were there.
1: Yeah. And you wanted to leave anxious I didn't sleep a ton my sinuses were killing me but when we went out and did stuff, I had a good time yeah and it was a little bit emotional walking through like Central Park and seeing people out yeah but you could still tell that there was not as many people mm-hmm. as yeah. you're used to when we walk through some of the markets and stuff I'm like mm-hmm. this is usually like three times as full yeah yeah so it was nice to see people out and things like that Mm-hmm. I did see a celebrity. Oh, I did you see? Let me see if I can remember. I only, I recognized his face. So mm-hmm. then I had to like, God, what was his name? And I had to look up the show he was in. And the only reason I probably recognized him is because I read gossip columns. So, <laughs> so he was just in the gossip column, like uh-huh. two days before that. She's
0: going to say Brad Pitt. Um,
1: <laughs> no, it was not really Brad Pitt. It was, if anybody's watched... um the CW. Did you watch Smallville?
0: No. Mm-mm.
1: Oh. He was in that. It was Justin Hartley. Oh, I don't
0: know. What, yeah, so he's
1: a handsome man. Hazy. Yeah, he's super handsome. He's super tall. And I'd actually, when we came out of the hotel, I was like, I want to go out the back way, guys, because the front face mm-hmm. is central Park. Yeah. I was like, let's go out the back. And we go out the back way, and he walks past me and he's with his new wife. That's why he was in the paper the other day, cause he had a new wife. He walks past me, and I was like... That's the guy from Smallville. Oh, nice. And so I was like, and I kind of looked back and I was like, yeah, that's the new wife too. And <laughs> the girls that, didn't that believe me. So they like Googled it and they actually found it on the blog that he just had lunch down there. I was like, I told you, it was him.
0: You're like, I know my gossip. That's one thing I would never doubt you on. <laughs> if you were like, celebrity. he's on reality TV, I'd be like, I, yes, I believe you. <laughs> I would never doubt that.
1: I wish I could talk to your dad right now about celebrity or about reality TV.
0: You can. I called him today to say, hey. And he was like, I'm on the golf course. I'll call you back. And I was like, oh, okay. Bye. (laughs) Fuck you too. I would never say that to him.
1: (laughs) So How was your weekend?
0: It was great. I went to Atlanta this weekend. I had the boudoir photo shoot with the the name of it is Own Boudoir, and I don't even know if I'm saying that boudoir, uh, but that it's O W N. You can find them on Instagram. It's just at O W N Boudoir. And so, um, the lady that's the photographer there name's Sarah. She is amazing. She's really like calming but fun at the same time. Like it feels like she's like a best friend. As soon as you meet her, she's like, Hey, how's it going? Da, da, da. Tell me about your trip. How are you doing this? Where are you going to eat? Like, she's just so nice. And right away, I just felt super comfortable. So I, um, I stayed at a hotel nearby. So I just had to go around the corner and like go up to her studio and her studio is like inside an apartment building. It's like the apartment is just the studio, So that was really cool. There wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like her house or anything. It was an actual like studio you go to. So that was great. So I go in and the makeup artist is there and Sarah's there. And immediately I just like sit down in the chair and she starts working on my makeup. And Sarah's like walking around talking and asking me about stuff. And then she's like, I'm going to open your bag. And so she opens it and starts pulling out all the different outfits I brought. And that was one thing that was really cool. I think I even said on here like beforehand we had a video chat and she sent me links to stuff and so I bought everything before I came and so when I got there she was like well let's see how this looks and blah 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 and so once my makeup was done I had to try on outfits and I swear like I got hot and sweaty just doing that Uh because I was like this stuff is not easy to get out in and out of most of it (laughs) so so after I tried on everything she picked out a couple outfits and then um I had to like start putting the ones we're gonna wear back on And so, at that point, the photographer had already left, like, or the makeup artist had already left right after she did my makeup. So, it was just me and Sarah. And so, that made it such a great experience because it was just, like, it really was just like a friend, like, taking Mm -hmm. pictures, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, at one point, I'm, like, grabbing my underwear and, like, or, like, the body thing I was wearing, and I'm, like, pulling it up my ass, and I'm, like, Head down on the bed, ass in the air. And I was just like, she's behind me. And I'm like, well, she's literally seen as much as my husband right now. (laughs) So, so I mean, but, you know, that's one thing I really felt like she made me super comfortable because she was just like, we're both girls and I have seen it all, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, okay, let's just do it. The pictures are great. Or the ones I've seen so far. Oh, my God. hot as hell. Yeah, yeah. She sent two previews. There was one she showed me. And she was like, holy shit. And, like, she turned it around and showed me the camera. I was like, oh, my God, that's me. <laughs> like, It felt really good, like, you know, the awesome. way she was shooting it. So I definitely recommend it. It was the – I got a mini session. So I think it has, like, an hour and a half on there or something. You get two outfit changes, and it's $550, which is pricey. But it also includes $150 towards purchasing photos. And it includes two digital images that you get to keep so that you have, like, rights to do whatever you want with it. So, I thought that was, like, it included makeup, too. Yeah. So, I thought that was, like, really great. And the outfits that she recommended to me, one of them was, like, 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. you know? So, it was, I thought, a pretty good value for, like, what I got. And her quality of photos are just incredible. And so, and wow. I think
1: the photographer is probably a big part of that, too, just if she can make you feel so comfortable. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Just like feeling like, you know, it was really
0: empowering. It was such an amazing experience. I def, if you haven't done it, I definitely recommend you should try it. And you know, part of me is like, what the hell am I going to do with these photos? Like I'm, what am I going to hang them in like my bedroom? I don't know, but my mom won. I know. Right. (laughs) But like I said, the experience itself and being able to see those pictures, to be able to go back and look at them and just go, damn. I think it's that worth every penny. penny. Especially yeah, like
1: 20 it. years from now, looking back and 30 yeah. years from now. For sure. For sure.
0: And, um, you know, uh, maybe we'll put one on a book cover. I don't know. It just depends on if it if it works out or not. I don't know. If I can do one that that everybody I know isn't like, holy shit, that's Leah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that would be nice. But, you know, it was, it was a hell of a fun experience just at the photo shoot. But then um, LB came down, and she actually stayed the weekend with me in Atlanta. And so I got really excited when we got there because um, the shoot was Friday, and then LB came late Friday night. So I had booked up spa appointments Saturday morning. I was like, this will be great. Like, it will be just a fun girls weekend. We'll go to the spa. We'll get massages, whatever. And so – our appointment's at 12, and they say to be there 30 minutes before. So I was like, okay. So we get our stuff, and we go down to the lobby, and I go up to the desk. And I'm like, hey, um, which elevator is for the spa? And they're like, we don't have a spa here. And I was oh, like, shit. where did I book an appointment at? Because I thought it was this hotel. <laughs> and she was like, oh, no. It's at the one that's an hour and a half from here. Oh, shit. So Did you go there? Yep. So she put me on the phone with the people at that spa. And I was like, hey, I don't know. Like I went on the Hotel Sena, I went on their website and it said book a spa. I just clicked it. I was like, I didn't even bother to look at the location.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I don't know what the fuck happened. So I just I totally screwed up. But they were really nice. And they actually moved it to another like time. And then, so we were able to drive out there. And as soon as we got there, we had to go in for our services there. So there really wasn't like this whole relaxation thing there. And of course, like I got like a scrub thing and she got, you know, LB got a massage and it just ended up being this whole thing. But I will say like the place itself was really nice, but it was a little bit creepy. Why? So it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's an hour and a half from like downtown Atlanta It's on a golf course, and we get out, and it's very quiet. It's, like, eerily quiet. And I drove, so we get out of the car, and there's, like, all these, you know, there's, like, a staff person that comes over, and then there's, like, a wedding going on. But for some reason, everybody's being really quiet. Like, everybody whispers. And Elby was like, Are, do you get a weird vibe? And I was like, yes. And she's like, like, after we got our massages, she was like, I think I'm ready to go. And I was like, I think I do too. I was like, oh I don't want God. something bad to happen. So I don't want to be here when the sun goes down. It was just, it was such an eerie, weird feeling. I've never been to a place that was a hotel that was so quiet. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody whispered. And I was like, they're literally taking bouquets of flowers out of the back of this truck for a wedding. And the wedding party is just, like, walking around just dead silent. It's weird. I know it's weird. I was like, this is the start of a horror movie. We're going to be <laughs> smart, and we're going to get the fuck out. People,
1: people are so used to not communicating anymore. Yes. They're just,
0: like, not talking. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, I, I said, we can't be a part of this. We got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> so... But no, that was a really fun treat. And then she had booked a reservation. I think, I can't remember. It's like JC Kitchen or something like that in Atlanta. And her friend that did, she was a food blogger for like the Travel Channel, I think. She recommended this restaurant and holy shit, it was good. It was like Southern cuisine. So there was like fried chicken and mashed potatoes and gravy. And we had like collard greens and green beans and... God, she had this roasted chicken thing. And then we had buttermilk ice cream for dessert. It was so fucking good. But the best part was after dinner, she was so sweet. She had this letter she had written me. And um, she just said, she said, I didn't get to make a speech at your wedding. And she was like, I just want to tell you how much I love you and how much you mean to me. And it was like she read it to me. And I just cried the whole time I said it. it was the sweetest thing. But it was something that, like, it meant a lot to me that mm-hmm. she, like, took the time to say that and, you know, put her heart into it. It was just, it was so beautiful. And I was like, fuck you. That I'm crying <laughs> now. Thank you. <laughs> no. If it, you guys it was, it was are awesome. LB,
1: we've talked about her a few times. She sings the intro song. Yeah, yeah.
0: About. She sings the uh, Read Me Romance. She's uh, She's been my bestie. What did she say from um, Training Wheels to Training Bras? we've been friends since I was 19 I have now known her longer than I've not known her which is kind of a cool thing to think so but um but yeah it was just it was a great weekend we she brought in donuts from this place it's called five sisters donuts and it's like they're almost kind of like croissants like the cronut things Uh where it's like yeast uh they call them hundred layer donuts because it's like you know layers and layers and layers of that like thin delicate donut yeast like the it's like a Krispy Kreme but it's like that really thin flaky donut and so oh my god and all of them have like a filling and stuff like one of them had like a lemon curd filling and like a blueberry icing that one like made my cheeks hurt it was so fucking good oh my god they were incredible so there's one in Atlanta so I ended up she brought she drove them down from Nashville and we ate them the whole weekend and then I was like well, there's one here in Atlanta. Someone takes some home, so I brought a dozen home too. And the kids were just like, "Oh my god, these are amazing!" So if you if you are near of Five Sisters, you should definitely try it. They were awesome. I think it's Five Sisters. It's five five daughters. Maybe that's it. It's one of those. Look that up. You'll know. So, all right. Well, we've got Lori Romo with us this weekend, or this week. I'm gonna read her book bio, and then we can talk a little bit about all the books you should read from her. Lori Roma mainly writes contemporary romantic suspense, fantasy, and sci-fi romance. She can usually be found tapping away on her keyboard, creating words for her characters while she listens to music. Of course, her playlist depends on her mood, but then again, so does her writing. She loves to hear from her readers and can be reached at laurieromabooks at gmail.com. That's L-A-U-R-I-E, Roma Books at gmail. So, email her and tell her we sent you. <laughs> so... Like I said, we're playing A Breaker's Wedding today, but your favorite book from her is Under Pressure.
1: Yes, well, all of the series tend to, like, bleed into each other. Like, people will pop up, and you'll recognize who they are. So, Under Pressure's in, like, the, a world where they have, like, security. That's what they do is a security firm, like a high-top one.
0: Is that the one where, like, the wife has amnesia?
1: No. This What's is the one pressure? where he... The guy is, the hero is very stoic. He's never uh-huh. emotional in front of people. And he runs this huge security firm. Mm-hmm. And he meets the heroine and she just knocks him on his ass. Like, and the whole story, she had something heartbreaking, heartbreakingly happened to her. Uh-huh. So she runs out on him or whatever. Because she, she thinks a messed up past. And uh-huh. then he finds her again. And through the whole book, it's about, there are, you get that they're in love very early. So then mm-hmm. through the whole book, you get to experience their love story. There's no, like, fighting or pushing and pulling. Their fighting is, like, jealous moments from him because he's completely over the top yeah. with shit. But it's just such a nice read because you get to see how in love they are. But then there's a suspense story going on around it. So oh, that love keeps that. you intrigued and you're I not love bored. That. So, and then actually... So most of her books are not in KU, but then she does have a Bad Boys series, which they're not Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. They're really good guys. I don't that's know what why. That's what this, is.
0: Uh, is that what this, the, oh, this is and the Bad Boys, boys, boys. series? Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 then
1: there's the Bad Boys, which a lot of people have probably read Hammer's Fall. Because yeah. it was really popular when it came out. Mm-hmm. And that's going to give, that's I what remember this that one, one is really connected to. But mm-hmm. then she has um, the Bad Boys of Ever After. And oh. I've talked about the book Lucky which is in KU that I mm-hmm. read a while back and that is another one that's kind of like under pressure. It's just a fluffy um love story and you don't really you don't get bored cuz sometimes you can get really bored in those books. Yeah, yeah. But she has a way of making it not boring. That's why I usually Well, like love you said, all I, of if her there's a
0: suspenseful element to it while they're in love. Like if you give me something to try and figure out, I love that shit. Where I'm like there's a mystery? and yeah. sex you have my attention <laughs>
1: and then she also has a book if you just want to try like a quick shock I don't know if you remember this it's called aftershock where they get stuck in the elevator together
0: I don't remember
1: and he's been like watching her from across the street because he lives he's in the other building and she's in this building yeah so I feel like, like
0: I- I've read it I feel like maybe I've read this one
1: and it's super dirty, and they get it on in the elevator.
0: Yes. Okay. okay Wait, okay. I don't want
1: you to mix it up with another book because there's another book that they're stuck in an elevator too.
0: I don't know. Uh, maybe that. I don't know. I was just but, thinking. I remember elevator sex. That was really nasty. So you guys that can was check super out that.
1: Bad. <laughs> and it's a little bit shorter. It's like a, a shot of her.
0: Okay. I like that. But um, Under
1: pressure is like my favorite. I read it. I started reading it again since we started talking
0: about her. Oh, I love that. So for a breaker's wedding, this is the blurb she sent us. You were invited to the wedding of Callista Redford and Jared Hammer Caulfield. Former Army Ranger and retired professional MMA fighter champion, sorry, MMA champion, Jared Hammer Caulfield can't wait to marry the woman of his dreams and the love of his life. Callista Redford. Unfortunately, planning the perfect wedding isn't as easy as it seems. From venue changes to dealing with petty gossip bloggers to family interference, they have enough problems to keep them busy before they say I do. But the bad boy isn't about to let anything get in the way of making Callie his wife. I like that name. I'm gonna steal it from her. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> this says, um, she is giving away this week uh, free copies of the first three books in the Breakers Bad Boy series, Hammer's Fall, Night's Eve, and Dante's Angel, to three winners. Um, she said, Since a Breaker's Wedding will be on sale for the podcast week, I will also be putting Hammer's Fall on sale for 99 cents as well.
1: Oh, nice. So Grab that, she, guys. That's a yes. good one.
0: She said, added to that, next week I will be listing the next book in the series, Ash's Flame, on pre-order for a release at the end of September. Ash's Flame will be a Breaker's Bad Boys and an ID Agency crossover book. Be sure to tell Mel.
1: <laughs> well, actually, now that we said that, she has an interesting way of writing. She can write where actually she switches points of view and you don't get confused. Oh, I like that. Within the chapter. Yeah, like there's not the a break. Bow, I, I don't like know that. how yeah. she does it. I've never got confused, never not mm-hmm. understood whose side you were in. Mm-hmm. But she can go back and forth, which is really nice because you're constantly knowing how everybody's feeling between the two relationships the hero and heroine. I've Especially never read something not- like that. Like so- in that
0: same moment, I would mm-hmm. love that. Like to be in a moment and be like, I wonder what he's thinking, and to have it like right there. That's hot. Yeah,
1: it's awesome. I love
0: that. Oh my gosh. So it if you're seems not a warrior, so hard to fan. write
1: that way. I don't know how she does it. Because, like I yeah. said, I never was confused.
0: I see it sometimes where they like start the chapter with the person's name mm-hmm. so you know, like, he's talked like if it's Melissa and it's like I look at Melissa and I see da, da, da. you know I wonder if it's something like that but it's probably way better <laughs> <laughs> so if you are not a fan of Lori Roman, you're about to be so just from all the recommendations Mel has given us and you're about to get a free sample of Breakers Wedding audio I'm just super excited for this I'm just, I'm so thankful that she was on the podcast with us this week so let's give them the first installment and we'll see you guys on the other side
2: This is A Breaker's Wedding by Lori Roma. Read for you by Gavin McAllister. Chapter 1 Jared Hammer Caulfield's muscles flexed as his fists struck out at the heavy bag with enough force to send it dancing on its chains. In a real fight, it was the kind of brutal attack that would have surely sent an opponent straight to the mats, or running for cover. But the imaginary foe he was fighting wasn't someone he could put on their ass. As a former army ranger and retired professional MMA champion, Hammer had experienced more than his share of combat. He had fought in a war, done battle in a cage, and had even entertained himself with a few bar brawls in the past. But nothing, absolutely nothing, had prepared him for the carnage and chaos that came with planning a freaking wedding. In a few weeks, he would finally be marrying the love of his life, Callista Redford. Since the moment he'd met the pretty little baker, he'd known that Callie was the woman for him. It had taken some time and a whole lot of patience to convince her to take a chance on a big, tattooed badass like him, but in the end, it had all paid off. Now, he couldn't wait to officially make her his wife. While he'd been in favor of eloping in Vegas or simply going to the courthouse to get the deed done, Callie wanted a real wedding. So that's exactly what he would give her. Because whatever his sweet little fairy wanted, she got. Even if he had to fucking kill someone to make it happen. And with the way things were going, that just might be what it took to give Callie her dream wedding. Their upcoming nuptials were big news in their small coastal town. Usually, that wouldn't be saying much since Breakers, Texas was pretty secluded from the rest of the world. However, being a hometown hero and local celebrity did have its disadvantages. Even though he was retired, Hammer was still popular among the fans of the CFL, or Cage Fighting League. He was also a spokesperson for a well-known sportswear and equipment company, so pictures of him were still plastered around social media and in magazines. The celebrity gossip part of fame was annoying, but he had never really paid much attention to it. Sure, back in the early days of his professional fighting career, he'd been flattered by the attention, but it hadn't taken long to figure out that none of it was real. They liked the image they saw of him, not who he really was. And that was just one of the many reasons he loved his life in Breakers. When word of their engagement had spread, some of the gossip magazines had covered their love story using a beauty-tames-the-beast narrative. He figured that was true enough. She was too damn good for him, and he knew it. That didn't mean he would ever willingly let her go, though. He knew what the world saw when they looked at the two of them. Callie was a petite beauty with brilliant green eyes and short red hair sprinkled with golden highlights. She looked like the fairy princess he'd named her, while he looked more like a dangerous felon with his shaved head and muscular body covered in tattoos. At first glance, no one saw the upstanding business owner that he was. Instead, they saw trouble, While he had gotten used to strangers acting like they knew him, all of it was new to Callie. People drove for miles just to visit the sinfully sweet bakery to get a look at the woman who had captured Hammer's heart. It was a little bizarre, but at least the sales at the bakery were up. To say Callie was a little freaked out by all the attention was an understatement, but she had been coping with her newfound celebrity status with grace and decorum. At least, she had been coping, until a gossip blogger had started targeting her. Hammer's fist slammed into the bag with more force as he pounded out all of his anger and frustration. The fight-hard training and rehabilitation center was closed for the night, so he didn't have to worry about anyone watching him rage out. Sweat stung his eyes as it dripped down his face, but he barely noticed. He was too damn focused on releasing all of the emotions that had been burning inside of him since he'd read the latest blog post. Over the past few weeks, Mandy Mitchell, a blogger who ran the celebrity Spitfire website, had decided to publish a bunch of hit pieces on Cali. The articles had started out petty and mean, but lately they had turned downright malicious. That morning, the blogger had posted an article about Callie's most recent visit to the bridal boutique where she'd bought her dress. The fitting hadn't gone well. Her dress had been too tight because of her baby bump that was just starting to show. The blogger hadn't known the real reason the dress hadn't fit, but she had written about Callie's weight gain with a vicious glee that had turned Hammer's stomach. If that wasn't bad enough the bitchy blogger had even included a picture of Callie weeping that she had either snuck in to take herself or paid an employee at the bridal boutique for. He wasn't sure what the fuck Mandy Mitchell's problem was, but he had a source looking into it. And when he had the information he needed, he would figure out a way to make her pay. No one fucked with his sweet little fairy and got away with it. The sound of the alarm beeping echoed through the large room before it was abruptly cut off. Only a few select people had keys and the alarm code to his gym, but he wasn't in the mood for company. Irritation had him spinning around, though it quickly faded to reluctant amusement when he saw Dr. Derek Knight hovering by the entrance. He knew Dare could handle himself in a fight, but the way he'd been attacking the bag must have been enough of a deterrent to stop his friend from venturing any closer. Dare was a trauma surgeon who had recently gotten engaged to Hammer's cousin, Evelyn Beaumont, an heiress who ran a canine rescue center on her large estate. Evie also had a large boarding house on her property that she rented out to visiting veterans and people who were in town to do rehab at Fight Hard. Dare had met Evie while he'd been staying at the boarding house, and his short visit to Breakers had turned into a lifetime commitment of love. Now, when he wasn't working at the local hospital, the serious doctor could be found at the rescue center helping his fiancée or playing with their pack of dogs. Deciding he was ready for a break, Hammer walked over to a bench and grabbed the towel he'd left there. He wiped at the sweat dripping down his face and bare chest, Then slung the towel around his neck. Lifting his water bottle, he guzzled half the contents to replenish what he'd sweated out. I come in peace, Dare held his hands up in the universal sign of surrender as he walked over to join him. I thought you were gonna come by the bar for a few drinks while our ladies had their cake party over at the bakery. Wasn't feeling very social, he admitted, his deep voice a low rumble. Don't blame you. Dare's gray eyes were serious and sober. I saw the latest article. What the hell is that blogger's problem? Hammer had to stop himself from heaving his water bottle across the room. I don't know, but she fucking made Callie cry. We knew her dress might need to be altered when she started showing, but that doesn't mean any of this is easy for her. And to make things worse, that bitch posted a picture of her in the dress and now Callie says she can't wear it because I've seen it. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so now she has to worry about getting a new dress on top of everything else. While the article had pissed him off, what made him even angrier was the fact Callie had tried to hide just how upset she was about the whole thing. Even after he'd caught her crying about it hours later, she had tried to insist that she was fine. He hated seeing the pain in her eyes, and it drove him fucking crazy that she was holding back on him. Hammer stomped away a few steps, then stalked back over and sighed. Why are you here? I know you didn't just stop by to hear me bitch about wedding stuff. As one of your groomsmen, isn't that one of my duties? When Dare's attempt at humor failed, he winced a little. All right, fine, I did come here to talk to you about something. I don't know if you noticed, but that blogger mentioned the rescue center at the end of her article today. I was too pissed to finish the damn thing. Hammer ran a hand over his head, feeling the stubble that was growing there rub against the material of his hand wrap. I guess any mention of the rescue center's good publicity for potential adoptions. Usually that's true. However, a helicopter buzzed by earlier. We think it was taking pictures of the estate since the article mentioned you were having your wedding there by the pond. Man, I'm sorry to tell you, it totally freaked the dogs out. Damn it. Yeah. I didn't think it would be so bad since we've gotten them used to the sound of motorcycles coming and going, but this was different. Since the rescue's on the other side of the pond, we're worried about what'll happen on your wedding day. If more helicopters fly over, the dogs might bark through the entire event. Damn it, Hammer repeated, dragging the words out. His massive shoulders slumped like the weight of the world had just been heaped upon them. No dress. No venue. Did that mean no dream wedding for his little fairy? Fuck. Maybe I should have taken Nikita up on her offer to deal with this damn blogger, Hammer muttered darkly. Dare's face paled slightly at the mention of their friend. While Nikita Nerea owned a local tattoo shop, her former profession as an agent of some super secret organization changed the scope of her offer. That would be a really bad decision. I mean, she just got back from New York after doing whatever it was she did there, Dare said cryptically. If she's back in that mode, asking her to take care of someone's pretty fucking dangerous. Relax, I was joking. She is getting me some information, though. Dare still looked skeptical, but he let it pass for the moment. I know all of this sucks, but... The good news is I already have a new venue for you. What do you think about moving the wedding to the Palace Resort and Ever After? But that's not opening until the end of the summer. True, but it turns out that I sort of know the owner. It's a long story. Right now, all you need to know is that they're willing to open the resort early for your wedding. I'll text you the manager's info, then you and Callie can set up a time to go check it out. Evie's talking to her about it now. We wanted to tell you as soon as possible so you wouldn't have to worry about it. This is amazing, man. I don't know how I can ever thank you. Hey, we're family. That's what we do. Now I'm gonna go snag some cake before I take my woman home. Dare called over his shoulder as he walked toward the door. Hammer watched him leave, then let out a weary sigh. That was one problem down. Now they just had about a dozen more to deal with before the big day. As he started to remove his hand wraps, the sound of the alarm beeped again. Did you forget some? His words trailed off as he saw the love of his life slowly walking toward him. The top two buttons of Callie's pretty pink sundress were undone, leaving a great deal of her impressive cleavage on display. Since her breasts had started growing due to her pregnancy, he knew it was more out of necessity than deliberate provocation, but the results were the same. His gaze caressed every inch of her, and his hands flexed against the need to reach out and grab hold of her. Callie's lips curved into a small, mysterious smile as she lowered her voice to a seductive whisper. Excuse me, sir. I was wondering if you do private lessons. Her words had the memory of when she had come to him asking for self-defense lessons flashing through his mind. That had been the night everything had changed for them. Willing to play, he said, that depends on what you're looking to learn. Reaching out, she trailed a finger down his chest. How about something that'll make us both odd and sweaty? Christ, she was trying to kill him. His cock instantly turned hard as stone, but something stopped him from simply giving in to the lust careening through his system. While her bright green eyes sparkled with mischief, he could still see signs that she'd been crying. That thought made his jaw clench in anger. Callie was still trying to pretend everything was okay, and that pissed him off all over again. By the end of the night, she'd learned to stop holding back on him. And he'd make damn sure that it was one lesson she would never forget. Chapter Two. Callista Redford was mesmerized by her fiancé. Looking at Jared never failed to make her breath catch and her heart beat a little faster. But seeing him standing there wearing nothing but a pair of shorts was enough to make her body quiver with need. She was seriously one lucky lady. His big, beautiful body was covered with a sheen of sweat that made him look like he was glowing in the low lights. His thick, corded muscles seemed sculpted by some generous god, and his golden skin was mostly hidden beneath colorful tattoos that told the story of his life. She loved all of his ink, especially the most recent edition of the fairy princess tattoo he now wore right over his heart. Jared was her every wish and dream come true. He might look like a dangerous bad boy, but she had never met anyone with a more generous, loving heart. His big body dominated the empty space, making the massive room seem smaller. He'd always had the ability to do that, own a room simply by being in it but that wasn't all he owned. Callie was his, body, heart, and soul. There were times it was still difficult for her to believe that he was truly hers. He had never, not even for one single moment, given her a reason to doubt his love for her. It was her own insecurities that were at fault. However, Having a blogger post about how Jared could do so much better than her wasn't exactly helping her self-esteem issues. Planning a full wedding in a few months was hard enough, but adding pregnancy hormones into the mix had made things even more stressful. She knew she'd been acting like a crazy mess lately, and she had desperately been hoping to spare Jared from dealing with any more of her emotional tirades. Then she found out they would have to change their wedding venue and she'd reached a breaking point. Her first thought had been to rush straight to Jared, but her friends had talked her through the worst of her panic. After they had explained everything, she had calmed down enough to compose herself. She'd wanted to talk to Jared about the change without falling apart, but the moment she'd seen the worry and strain on his face, she decided they both deserved a night of sexy fun instead of dealing with more wedding drama. She was a little surprised when he didn't automatically jump her at her seductive offer. Usually, all she had to do was breathe in his direction, and he was ready to make love to her. But now, instead of looking amorous, he seemed irritated. Callie felt relieved when he lifted her into his arms, and she pressed her lips to his. Her worry increased when he barely returned her kiss. He carried her further into the shadows, then set her down on the padded seat of a weight bench. She blinked in surprise when he pushed her back until she was lying down, then began using his hand wraps to secure her wrist to the empty bar catchers. She felt a little uncomfortable, but she didn't protest or complain. Jared, what are you doing? We'll get to that. First, I'd like you to tell me why you were crying. He stated as he continued to wrap the material around the metal beams. Once she was secure, he squatted down next to her so he could stare into her eyes. Well, um, didn't dare talk to you about the venue change. He nodded. But what I want to know is why you aren't talking to me about it. She wanted to curse when she felt her eyes begin to fill. I've been so emotional and keep crying all over you. I just didn't want to bother you with another. See, that's the problem. How would you feel if something was bothering me and I didn't tell you about it? There was a clear bite to his tone, but she also saw the hurt in his eyes and that tore at her heart. I'm so sorry, Jared. I didn't think of it that way. I just keep thinking if we had eloped like you wanted... We wouldn't have to deal with all this stuff. You wanted a real wedding and that's what we're going to have. We can deal with all the other shit, baby. I just want you to be honest with me about how you feel. I need that from you. From now on, I will. No more hiding stuff from you. Even if you have to deal with me crying all over you every day. I will gladly wipe away all your tears. Proving his words, he wiped at the tear trickling down her cheek. Then his lips settled over hers in a gentle kiss. A soft moan of pleasure tore from her throat when he deepened the kiss, but it turned into a soft whimper of protest when he pulled his mouth away. She was reminded that he had tied her to the bench when she was unable to sit up. She sent him a questioning look as she tugged at the restraints, then felt a rush of excitement when he slowly smiled now here's your lesson baby he started to undo the rest of the buttons on her dress you need to understand that all of your emotions belong to me whether you're feeling pleasure pain anger or joy they're all mine to share just as everything i'm feeling belongs to you When he parted the material of her dress, she felt the heat of his gaze roam over her body. Since her breasts were getting bigger, they now spilled over the cups of her white satin bra. Her matching panties were soaked with her desire for him, and she knew he saw it when he pulled her thighs apart and let out a low, hungry growl. Jarrett, and do you know what I'm feeling right now? Hungry baby. I'm fucking hungry for you. He pulled her panties off and tossed them aside. Fuck, Callie. You're soaked. Now I'm gonna eat this sweet little pussy until you come screaming my name. That was all the warning she got before he dived in. He made love to her pussy like a man starved, using his lips, tongue, and a hint of teeth to drive her crazy. He was in full, possessive ardor, claiming her with every swipe of his tongue. He savored her with long, slow licks, then added to her pleasure by shoving a finger deep inside of her tight pussy. She moaned as he flicked his tongue over her clit, then her body jerked when he sucked hard on the sensitive nub. She screamed his name as her release tore through her. Callie's entire body shook as she rode out the waves of pleasure. But he wasn't done. He braced his other hand on her baby bump to keep her in place while he started driving her toward her next climax before the first had even faded. Please, she moaned, trying to pull her hands free. She desperately wanted to touch him, but she was still held secure. Come for me again, baby. Get this hot little cunt ready for my cock. She loved the way he licked his lips as if he were savoring the taste of her. Then, he was continuing his onslaught of pleasure, sucking her while using two fingers to part her tight muscles. He thrust them in and out of her slick pussy while he sucked on her clit, increasing the tension building in her body until it finally exploded. Shoved over the edge, she cried out as she came again. Breathing hard, Jared shoved his shorts down, freeing his massive erection. You know what happens to naughty fairies who keep secrets from their husbands? They get fucked. Hard. With that, he pushed her knees back and drove into her. She let out a wild scream as she felt the delicious burn that always accompanied his first thrust, and her body desperately tried to adjust to the thick length of his shaft. Her muscles clenched around him, trying to keep him inside of her, but he was already pulling back. God, you are so fucking tight. Every damn time is like the first. She stared up into his eyes as he began moving inside of her, using a hard, pounding rhythm. Before she'd met him, the sounds of her slickness welcoming him inside of her and their flesh slapping together would have embarrassed her. But so much had changed. Now, the erotic noises echoing in the cavernous room just heightened her arousal. His gaze watched her closely, and she saw the love shining in his dark eyes as he moved faster, driving his cock deep enough to kiss her cervix with each thrust. She moaned at the exquisite torture as he shifted position and rolled his hips, thrusting at a new angle. Trusting him completely, she stopped tugging at the restraints and simply held on. When he leaned over and his mouth slammed down on hers, he took complete possession of her, branding her with his kiss. His tongue shoved deep, stroking and dueling with hers as she met his fire with her own, hoping to sate the unending need she had for him. Instead of doling it, the taste of him just made her lust burn brighter, hotter, until it threatened to consume her. I love you, Jarrett, she whispered breathlessly, barely aware she had started chanting the words. I love you. I love you so fucking much, Callie. I'm close. Come with me, baby. Squeeze my cock and take me with you. Her back arched off the padded bench as she came, this climax so intense she forgot how to breathe. Her lungs began to burn until she finally remembered to draw in air, and her body jerked as the shockwaves rolled through her. She felt Jared thrust once, twice more. Then he let out a loud groan, and his hips grinded against her as he filled her with his seed. Callie's eyes closed as she waited for her heartbeat to slow back to a normal rhythm. She felt his large hand rest protectively over her baby bump as aftershocks surged through her body like small jolts of electricity. Her lips curved into a smile right before his mouth settled on hers. He was a powerful man, strong and dominant, yet he could also be so sweet and gentle. Releasing her from her bonds, he lifted her into his arms. You okay, sweetheart? She rested her head on his shoulder and let out a happy sigh. I really enjoyed this private lesson. I think I might have to sign up for more. He let out a low chuckle. That's good, because we aren't done. Round two begins in the shower. Then we'll see if we can fit in a third at home. You can't be serious, she sputtered. Grinning, he said, challenge accepted. Little fairy, consider your challenge accepted.
1: Welcome back.
0: Hey, so, like I said before, enter to win the giveaway this week. It's uh, free copies of the first three books in the Breakers Bad Boy series, Hammers Fall, All Night's Eve, and Dante's Angel to three winners. So, definitely enter to win that. If Mel doesn't win it, maybe somebody else can. <laughs> so make sure you
1: guys pick up Lucky That's in Ku. You can get yes. it, the for, Hammer's Fall for 99 cents. Mm-hmm. And then Under Pressure is in audio as well, if you're looking for yes. an audio. I
0: think pop. I have that in audio, because I think you were like, just fucking download it. I think you like yelled at me one day about it.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> so you and can then, get all those. I've already got all the links in the show notes for you guys.
0: Okay, awesome. And then Ashes Flame, like I said earlier, it's up on pre-order, so... If you like this, you'll love that. So get on it. All right. So we'll see you guys on Thursday. Tell them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye, guys. Bye. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. Read me romance. Read, read me romance. You could take a look in a book, that's fine. Or you could sit back, relax, and unwind. And read me romance. Read, read me romance.